0: What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, JVD, and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast.
1: What's up, guys? Jason here.
0: Jason, we got a lot to cover on this episode. No time to waste. Let's get into the agenda right away.
1: All right, dude. Let's just jump right in. So it's a big, huge pod stuffed with a lot of talking points, um, some... Uh, projections about the future, you know, we're going to go back into the little crystal ball there, Um, take a little bit of a long-term view uh, with the double game weeks, blank game week announcements, Um, there's a lot that happened in the last couple game weeks, you know, Um, because we're doing a double pod today, so got a little bit extra for you guys, Um, like Chelsea dropped points, Liverpool's defense, etc., Spurs wavering a little bit uh West Brom sacked their manager. There's a lot to talk about. We'll go through all of that with you. And then uh we got transfers upcoming um because of course there's double game week, blank game week coming up. Kind of got to look at all that. And then captaincy for the next 3 game weeks because I mean there's literally a 1-2 day turnaround each week, you know. So we're going to be pumping that out just now for you. And then uh yeah, we'll wrap it up. Uh so Johnny, you want to get into it. Game week 13 review, game week 14 review. Uh first thing is Chelsea not looking that great.
0: Yeah, no, they definitely uh played a few games uh they dropped points against Everton and they dropped points against Wolves. Um big some big uh, losses for Frank Lampard and his men. Um I think I think you're happy that you got rid of Werner finally. Yeah, right?
1: definitely, man. Um honestly, it was kind of a decision based on like how the team looked as a whole because they lost someone like Ziyech and they're not really able to play their first 11 um it didn't really make sense to keep someone who's coming in at like 9.4 or 9.5 and uh he didn't really look that good either um so that that that's basically what drove it but yeah uh Chelsea as a whole man what do you think like their defense is not looking that great attack is not really clicking um are you planning on hold I mean we both have Rhys James so it's kind of a no-brainer for us but like if you had Chilwell, like what would you be thinking right now I, I think he still returned like last game right
0: yeah so uh, I don't I don't have Rhys James right now um but I, I do think that if I were a Chelsea asset owner, I would hold, especially on their defense, maybe get rid of their forwards. For you, it's a little bit different because you have an injured Chelsea yeah, player. Reece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just dead. Exactly. So I would think of dropping him. But if you have Chilwell, Mendy, Zuma, even if you have Thiago Silva, I would keep because I still think they're one of the best uh, defensive teams in the league.
1: Um, But actually, they have... We're actually, just a disclaimer, we're recording this before they play West Ham. Um, on the Monday night. We're recording this on the Sunday night, the 20th. So now go ahead, Johnny, whatever you were saying.
0: Yeah, so I was saying if you have the defensive assets, definitely hold. I think the only off- offensive asset that they have that's kind of appealing to me is Olivier Giroud, no?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, but he could also, I think he's not going to play um, every game when they have three games in a week. So I don't really think he's even worth having right now. But I think I consider Chilwell to basically be like an offensive like kind of player. He's basically on the wing most of the time so he'll get he'll get his assists for sure even though the team's not really doing that great
0: that kind of wraps up chelsea not really much to talk about like jay said we're recording on a sunday so we still have to wait and see how they do against west ham but i would suspect that that would be a a tough game for them anyways so yeah for sure for sure if you have chelsea defensive assets hold and i don't think there's really much kind of appeal in their attacking uh, assets so we move on
1: okay um next topic is liverpool um, honestly, them as a whole, just absolutely blowing out Crystal Palace 7-0 first thing Saturday morning. Um, and then also they beat Spurs 2-1 the game week before. So there's a lot of, a lot of positive Liverpool action going on. Um, a lot of action. There's, uh, seven, seven goals, dude. What the hell? Salah was benched.
0: Seven goals, but yeah, Salah being benched did not matter because he still came on and did what he always does, which is find the back of the net. I think from an FPL perspective, you've done a great job by holding Robertson and Salah because I think those are the best picks that come out of that Liverpool squad. Of course, Trent just came back into the mix, so of course he's there. But Robertson has been performing. He's on corners as well, taking set pieces, getting up the field. Salah is just an FPL god, as we've always said on this pod. So
1: He's just the god of FPL, man. Fuck. That's, that's all you could say, man. Shit. So
0: now this is interesting for, because... Both of us we have a FPL player, you, who has two F Liverpool assets, and then me who who doesn't own any Liverpool assets. So what are we thinking? Like for me, I, I'm leaning towards getting one of them, of course, but for you, are you looking to triple up? Or are you happy with the way things are right now?
1: Um, no, I am looking to triple up for sure. There's there's a lot of goals, I think, in their future as well. Um, so that's why I'm kind of looking and seeing like I mean their next three fixtures are West Brom, Newcastle and Southampton. Um we do have a little bit more to talk about like fixture runs after later in the pod so we'll definitely get into that but um, there is definitely a lot to like in their team um, and I think actually Firmino is one of those guys that we could look at um, last year the, the problem was he was not really finishing that well and I think as a result Liverpool were having to grind some more games out than they would have liked like you had to rely on Salah and Mane more but if Firmino is also ticking which he is now Um, It just elevates the team as a whole because it takes some of the scoring pressure off Salah and Mane. And then you get games like this where they're all on freaking fire and they score seven goals. So I I like uh, Firmino as an asset.
0: And just briefly to touch upon uh, the Trent versus Robertson debate. For those FPL uh, managers that don't have enough funds for both, Jay, who do you think is the better asset going forward?
1: Um... I still think it's robertson man honestly just because i do see like like when you watch the games it seems like robertson is getting in the box more and i just feel like there's more of a chance of him scoring a goal from there than from trent from like a free kick which is basically i don't know would you say that's that's like more like how he's he's more likely to get uh attacking like like shots right
0: yeah no definitely i think robertson has definitely been the better pick so far and is having a great season he looks in form but i think Trent has come back. He's ready to go. He got an assist against um, Crystal Palace, and I think he's just ready to go now. So I don't think there's not much to split them. Yeah, exactly. So I think either decision is fine. Trent is still one of the best right backs in the world. So
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so then I guess the question from there is like, would you like to um go heavier in defense or put more money into attack? So like, say you still have your wild card from. I mean, if you still have the first wild card, like good job. Uh, for sure, but would you like? Would you rather if you were on wild card right now? Would you get double defense, or maybe get Firmino, Salah, and um, no defender?
0: I think I would just stick with Salah and one defender. Okay, for sure, for sure.
1: All right, yeah. So Liverpool, for sure. If you don't have a defender, their fixture run is really good, and um, definitely recommend bringing at least one of them in. Um, and if you have no Liverpool assets whatsoever, um, definitely gotta be looking at bringing at least one of those guys between Salah, uh, Rob- Robertson, and uh, Trent. Uh, definitely bring one of those guys in this week so we'll talk about that with your transfers for sure yeah
0: moving on to the united attack what a game we had today right
1: dude it was sick very nice game uh united's attack looks ridiculous man the way rashford and uh especially well rashford just looks amazing as well but bruno um is the guy who's getting all the fpl points right
0: yeah, I think most managers have Bruno in their team, which isn't really a debate, but yep. I think what... It's kind of a no-brainer like Salah. Of course, exactly. But I think the differentials in that United squad would be Rashford, Martial. You could put in Greenwood if you want in there, but uh, those those are the guys that are kind of coming to mind. So if if like, what do you think? Because we both have Bruno. Would you double up on United attack or are you fine with just holding Bruno for now?
1: Um, no, I'm definitely looking at the double up. Um, either Rashford... Or Martial, like you said, those are the two, the two like next best picks, kind of. Um, we kind of saw today; uh, they, it's, it's like any team, right? Like there's always going to be games where um, the asset you own doesn't return when the team wins, like six, six two in this case. And today it was Rashford, but um, I mean, the next game he could score a hat trick off all those, all those time he spent in the box. This game, um, like if if it's anything comparable, he'll he'll score points for sure. Uh, so yeah, I think you can kind of just pick a second one, um, depending on if you have a hole in your attack or defense. And we'll kind of talk about that. Like what players you're looking to transfer out. We'll talk about that during our transfer section, but like, um, either one of them is a really good pick. I think right now, do you, do you like any of the defenders?
0: Personally? No, I think I'm happy with the defenders I have right now. I guess Shaw is definitely appealing to me for sure. He's I think he's at 5 million right now, but other than that, nobody really strikes me as someone that i really want to have in my fpl team
1: okay that's fair that's fair um yeah okay let's uh you want to move on
0: yeah let's move on to spurs spurs and dropping points and now they're fifth place in the table what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah they finally the xg not really creating many chances not really being in the opponent's half it's kind of catching up to them uh over the last two game weeks uh, we saw it right like liverpool they literally did not leave their box and um, even, in, even in this game against Leicester, like, they were just defending the edge of the 18-yard box. Uh, I mean, dude, you're a coach. Is that a good way of scoring a lot of goals and getting your players FPL points? I don't think so, right? No, it's not. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of worrying. That's kind of why I liked going Sun over Kane, just because you have less money in that attack. Um, now that the goals are going to dry up a little bit, what what's going to happen to Spurs? Are they going to be able to counter if a team just gives them the ball?
0: So you say the goals are going to dry up, but are they going to dry up? Because their fixture run isn't that bad. Yes, they did draw points against Liverpool and surprisingly Leicester. Um, but they do play Wolves, Fulham, and then Leeds in the next three fixtures. So you could, you could argue that, yeah, maybe Wolves will give them uh, slightly more of a, a challenge but i think they'll be able to score against wolves and leeds leeds for sure so
1: okay leeds leeds definitely i would say that there's a lot of goals there um but wolves will probably do a good job just parking the bus and like letting spurs kind of have the ball and like not really giving them the opportunity to counter i think and and, and wolves um not wolves fulham as well have been pretty good so i don't know it's kind of shaky for me and i'm i'm kind of debating dropping sun just because I would rather get someone like a Rashford or a Martial who has the attacking intent there, you know?
0: Yeah. No, that's that's fair. That's a fair point.
1: I don't know, man. Like, Spurs started the season. They scored a couple of those big games, like a couple of big wins. But, like, it doesn't really look like that's going to happen anytime soon again unless a team is really naive, which I don't think teams are going to really be against Spurs anymore, right? So, I don't know. That's that's kind of why I'm kind of debating dropping one of those guys. Well, I have only Son, but if I had Kane, I would be debating losing him as well yeah
0: I mean we're halfway through the season and I think we've had enough data to kind of really analyze Spurs and just because the way Mourinho plays and his philosophy it's difficult for Spurs to generate a lot of chances because they like to sit back Kane as a striker uh is kind of playing a little bit more deeper and then Suns getting in behind the defense and scoring so it's hard for sure yeah I do still think they're both quality players and
1: for sure they'll get points regardless
0: yeah if you give them one to two chances a game i'm sure they're gonna convert but like they're just not scoring as many goals as the likes of uh united uh liverpool and yeah i guess you could throw in city there too but so it it's interesting uh, whether or not managers want to keep or sell their spurs assets
1: so i mean the thing is with that is like maybe you want to take money out of those spurs guys and put it into an extra liverpool defender right if they're gonna keep like three four cleans in a row like that seems good to me man with West Brom and stuff coming up, could see it, dude. Could see it for sure.
0: Moving on to the next topic, which is City and their lack of scoring goals. What are your thoughts on that, Jay?
1: Um, I don't know, man. We kind of talked about this earlier. I, I feel like I still trust Pep to, like, turn it around. But that trust is kind of going lower and lower every game. I don't know about you, but it just seems like... Um, I know they don't have really have a striker, but he doesn't really have the... I don't know if it's not the personnel or what's going on but like sometimes it's just it's just like what the hell like why doesn't he change something you know Do you feel like that or is it just like just blind trust in Pep like I don't know I don't really know what to to feel there
0: They're definitely having a a difficult time, you know, not scoring goals. I think that if managers have De Bruyne, they don't really have to worry too much cuz he is their unlocker. He is the guy that's creating all the chances for Manchester City, so it's just, you know, when you look, when you compare Gabriel Jesus and Sergio Aguero, you can see that there's a big difference, and it's big shoes to fill for the young striker. So
1: Jesus wasn't even used, actually, this game, right? Exactly, he yeah. needed the rest, so I don't know. They just don't have... I, I mean, Sterling... Is Sterling, like, a good pick? He scored the last couple of games, but, like... I don't know. They're just not creating enough chances, right?
0: I think Sterling is just... He's just not uh, an FPL option anymore, just because there's so many other premium midfielders that you must have, the likes of KDB, Salerno, maybe Spurs assets. There's no room to fit. Okay. Uh, to double up on, on City assets, unless unless it's a good fixture. So.
1: Okay, fair, fair. What about like De Bruyne himself? I mean, I know we always, I mean, we talk about him as a must have, but like um, before Everton and Chelsea, you could probably lose him for those two games if you see like a good spot to get ahead in your team. Um. Do you see a problem with losing him for those two games and maybe making up ground in a different spot?
0: Not at all. I actually thought about that as well. And if you re- if you really want to drop KDB, uh, I don't blame you because they are not
1: now though, right? Like you want the Newcastle fixture for sure, and then of course, you'll probably of drop course. him after that for those two and pick him up after again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, we've only seen City score, what, five goals against Burnley? Like, we don't even know if they're going to score three-plus goals against Newcastle. So, if they're not scoring... I mean, that, that used to be the norm, but it doesn't seem exactly. like that anymore. Exactly. So, if, if that trend keeps up, then I wouldn't blame managers for getting rid of KDB and investing that in the Liverpool defenders, Salah, Bruno, an extra United midfielder, etc.
1: Alright, we'll talk about that, man. I got two moves. I got a lot to... Got some some stuff in the in the works, you know? Uh,
0: the next topic is Leeds defense. True. Um, I think Leeds is becoming a team where you can target in terms of goals being scored.
1: No, man. Yeah, they're they're kind of a mess just all over the place. Um, I mean, Dallas keeps scoring, which I mean, you know, if they have good fixtures, I still think that they're a team. They're just all over the place, right? They're you can't really they don't they always play the same way, even if it's a team that's going to rip them apart on the counter like United. So they're a good team to target if you think that, like, I mean, a team like City would probably do really good against them as well. Um, Liverpool, you know, there's not really much to target with. I guess Spurs, Spurs on game week 17, probably the really, really tough fixture for them defensively there.
0: I think Dallas is the John Lundstrom of last year. I think he's a defender but he's playing as a midfielder. I think he's definitely a very very good pick. He got 5 points today despite his team conceding 6 goals. That's that's unbelievable. That's crazy. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I think the likes of Bamford um I think he's still a good striker. I, he just doesn't convert enough, but I think if you have him you hold. But other other than that, I think I just see Dallas and Bamford as the main assets for leads other than that i don't know really, no one else really strikes me as a goalkeeper no no they concede no. way too many yeah goals. They,
1: yeah i guess he just doesn't even i mean he got save point today i think despite conceding six he picked up one save point <laughs> uh anyways okay yeah so just leads just target them if you have like one of their opponents and uh d- definitely a captaincy target right
0: oh yeah for sure
1: okay yeah i mean that goes without saying for sure today was good for us man freaking bruno holy
0: bruno el capitano yep worked out
1: yeah yeah um okay so next topic uh, kind of a small one just west ham or sorry west brom they sacked billich and brought in big sam so do you think there's anything there in terms of an fpl perspective or they're still i mean we watched the villa game today they were kind of terrible
0: i think i think there's definitely something always there when a new manager comes in because it, it brings a new philosophy to the team opportunities right for sure and i think big sam is known for his defensive attributes uh, in his teams when he comes in and takes charge. So I think West Brom will definitely uh, tighten up at the back. They'll be harder to break down. Having said that though, their, their next opponent is Liverpool. Um, have, like, They did play Ashton Villa. But I don't think Big Sam uh, had enough time to work with this team. So I'm hoping. And this is like a spoiler alert. But I'm hoping that they he has enough time for them to to work with them sorry this week so that they have an uh, impressive display against Liverpool highly unlikely but yeah, you never know yeah i don't know about that one <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so there's that i think he's still a good manager and like i wouldn't i don't know it's difficult just because liverpool play them next so that will be the big test and we'll see for you. sure
1: um so our last topic in terms of the uh, game week 13 14 review is just southampton man they've been doing really well um uh, how do you how do you rate their team do you see what Good assets could come of that i thought their city city performance was really good uh despite losing 1-0 uh, i felt like they were able to like get forward quite a bit um kept it tight at the back do you think their defensive assets are better or attacking assets when you go through
0: the assets uh, there's a lot of players that i like in that team Jay adams uh, ward prouse kwp who i have vestigard I think those are the names that strike. Ings.
1: Ings got hurt, but he's obviously if he's fit, he's obviously a good pick. And then the goalkeeper as well, right?
0: Yes, McCarthy is good as well. So I think this is a team that's actually quite interesting because we have um, FPL assets all over the pitch.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so then I guess this kind of takes us into our next topic, right? Um, the short-term view. We're going to do some rapid-fire game week, like next three game weeks, where are your best picks? Um, so we got five teams for you guys. Johnny, you want to go through the teams?
0: Yeah. Just to mention the game weeks, we're going to be analyzing 15, 16, 17. That's where these teams are a little bit more, um, you know, impressive. They have good fixtures. So we're going to be targeting Liverpool, United, West Ham, Southampton, and Spurs.
1: Yep, for sure. So we did have a little bit discussion on some of these teams already. But um, yeah, let's talk about Liverpool. So their next three fixtures, West Brom, Newcastle, and Southampton. So who are you kind of targeting here? This looks like really good defensive fixtures, right, from a Liverpool perspective.
0: Yeah, I'm targeting Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, I don't have enough funds to get both, so I'm fine with just getting one defender. And then I don't really want to go in too much into my, my transfers and captaincy right now. But so I'm I'm still thinking about getting Salah or not. I know probably
1: want to get Salah. Probably want to get Salah. I know. I know <laughs> but that's
0: that's where that's where my strategy comes in. So I'm I'm still debating that. So we'll see. But I think if you have most people have Salah, so that's huge captaincy there and then if you have one defender that's good if you can add another that's great okay for
1: sure uh united manchester united so bruno no-brainer so that's option one um they've got lester wolves and villa do you think these are good defense games actually right
0: personally i don't think so i think Wol- well maybe for wolves and not for ashton villa and not for Leicester. I think Leicester and Villa can both okay. score on United because United. When was the last time they kept a clean sheet? I don't. I don't really remember, to be honest.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. 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 So let's go with Bruno and then one other attacker. So you would have either Rashford or Martial there.
0: If I had to choose between both, um, I like Martial a bit more just because he he's just closer to the net. Even though they're both very good, like they, they're both the same. I think Rashford's finishing is better than Martial, but
1: Martial he just plays down the middle, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's why. That's the only reason
1: okay West Ham so they've got Brighton Southampton and then Everton so do you see this more as an attacking run or a defensive run both okay so they have a lot of options I guess scattered throughout the team right
0: yeah you and I both have Suchek which I think is a great pick Uh, you had him longer than I have I actually just brought him in this week and I think I I do sorry and I think I do have Cresswell so I'm looking to actually add another defender maybe Sufal in for these fixtures because i think west ham are a very good team going forward and you know defensively
1: okay yeah so sufal Suchek, um and cresswell those are the main three uh goalkeeper as well right i think fabianski is actually a really solid pick just in general
0: and then we have to monitor uh, michel antonio who knows if he'll be back in time for those fixtures
1: yeah i hope he is man that guy's fucking really good pick always um so then the aforementioned team southampton uh we talked a little bit about them so you said che adams uh, who I have in my team, KWP, who we both have, goalkeeper, and anyone else?
0: Yeah, Vestigard and ward pros. Okay,
1: yep, for sure. Those are definitely good picks. Uh, they've got Fulham, West Ham, and Liverpool. Liverpool, obviously, notwithstanding the terrible fixture, but Fulham, West Ham, I could see um, points on both sides for those guys. And then the last team is Spurs. So despite we talked about Spurs maybe dropping them, losing Kane, losing Son, one of the two, um, they have a good fixture run coming up. So, what do you what do you feel about those guys?
0: I think these are all good um, fixtures for clean sheets. Actually, for Spurs, I think Spurs can get three clean clean sheets in a row. Um, so I think, I think if you have Dyer, that's a good pick. I don't, I don't maybe Regulon, but and I think obviously if you have Sun and Kane, those are also good fixtures. Uh, like you said, I think yeah, Jay said that Wolves will. It'll be a little bit more tougher against Wolves to score goals, but I think and yeah, you could argue Fulham as well, but Leeds. I think target that leaks fixture cause Sun.
1: That's a prime counterattacking fixture, yeah. That's like one of those five, six goals.
0: Exactly. So I wouldn't I wouldn't drop like all your Spurs Spurs assets if you have them, but then again it's up to you and what you want from your team.
1: Okay. And then our next topic. Pretty big one. So it's our long term view for like the double game weeks and blank game week announcements. Um kind of your thoughts on chip strategy as well as how you're kind of approaching it with your own team. So in a normal game, year you would kind of be expecting the double game weeks to be later on game week 35 game week 36 but in this year it's just smack right in the middle game week 19 um what do you think
0: yeah so let's first go over the chips so uh, usually each fpl manager has three chips obviously including two wild cards one one in the new year and then one when you start the game um the first chip is triple captain obviously triples the amount of points you get from your captain The next chip is the free hit chip which enables you to disregard who you have in your current team and just play a free hit where you can transfer as many players into your team as you can without taking a hit. And then the the last chip is the double... Or sorry, is the bench boost where you can play your your bench. And yeah, that gets you a lot of points. So this is interesting because the blank game week's in 18 and then there's a double game week in 19. So my initial thoughts were to try and... Uh, not use any of my chips for game week 18 and then maybe use my free hit chip for the double game week. Um, that That's my initial thinking. What's yours?
1: So it kind of depends, I think, on which game week you have more players in. Um, like when you look at the list, so so obviously if you have a wild card for like your first wild card still remaining, um, you just use that and then go hard with the bench boost and free hit. So probably free hit in 18, bench boost in 19. Um, but if you don't have that, you're kind of, you are kind of have to make a decision whether you want to use um, both chips or just one. For me personally, I think I'm probably going to lean towards just using one uh, because it seems like the fixtures in game week 18, we kind of have a lot of those players already, like uh, City, Spurs, Everton, Villa, Brighton. Those are all teams that already... And actually, Palace, Sheffield, and Newcastle people some... Uh, not Sheffield, but Palace and Newcastle, people kind of have like one or two of those guys maybe um so it depends on how your team is really structured if you have enough players to field like six or seven in game week 18 if you want to transfer in one or two of those and then free hit in 19 that's a good option you know um and you kind of have to look at it depending on depending on your current team structure if you have eight or ten doublers for 19 then maybe you want to transfer in the extra three or four and then i mean like you have three free transfers between there right so you can use that to your advantage um what are you looking at like in your team personally like you have let's see let's let's take a look yeah
0: so right now i actually have seven players to field on the blank game week so it's not that bad In 18 yeah yeah in 18 yeah
1: so you're a perfect example then right you don't really even need to do any chip there you can just bring a couple of guys in
0: exactly and i do have two free transfers right now that i don't know if i'll put that put those towards game week 18 right now but that's that's definitely another strategy you know to bank one transfer in 17 and then hopefully use two free transfers in and 18 to, to field some guys, but I don't even know if I want to really force that because I'm really, I'm really aiming towards making a mark in that 19 double game week. Um, either playing my free hit chip or my bench boost. I still haven't decided yet, but yeah, these are big game weeks for FPL managers and it, there's going to be a lot of different opinions out there for sure. So just feel, do what you feel comfortable with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll just say a little bit, something about the bench boost as well, because um. I don't know. People kind of think that you have to have 15 double game week guys to make full use of the bench boost, but that's not true, right? Because if you look at the game week 19 fixtures in this case, for instance, like Manchester City have Palace um, or Spurs have Sheffield, like those are two good fixtures that you might want to target, even though they're single game week fixtures, they might end up with more points than a lot of the double game week players. So that shouldn't be your only, your only uh, mindset of just getting as many doublers as possible. Um, you just want a good team. The main thing is having your it's a bench boost, right? You're trying to have your worst players uh, be able to get you that extra point. So you're kind of looking at beefing up your uh, second goalkeeper and your fourth defender, fifth defender or whatever, whatever's on your bench, really, uh, for that week. So that, that's that's just the bench boost. Um, yeah. So what what are you looking at personally? You said you said just the free hit in 19.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at their free hit and nineteen and then saving my other two chips for later on in the season. Um I'm I'm kind of Do you think there's there's more doubles, right? Coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already mentioned that there's gonna be more doubles when it comes to the FA Cup and all that stuff. So I'm not too stressed out. I think I'm I'm on the same lines as you. I might just use one of my chips and then I'm good for now. Because actually last season I used my free hit chip in Game Week nine, which is so early, and I, I made note of that for this season, so I'm happy that I've kept all three hit three chips this far into the season, and I'm happy. I'm more than happy to actually play one of my chips and, you know, have a good score. So, and that's another thing, actually, that I want to talk about in terms of that blank game week uh, and the double game week. It's like, if you're going to play a chip in that double game week, most people tend to, like, look towards the double fixtures, but don't overlook the single ones as well because those ones yeah, definitely. tend to bring you points too, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if a team has a good fixture, they're liable to score, like, eight or more points in then i mean why wouldn't you keep that player it doesn't you're you're not likely to make that up from a doubler so like why don't you go ahead with 18 like three teams that you're really trying to target
0: yeah so obviously manchester city against brighton i think that's a good fixture to target specifically uh offensively you know why not just go all in and, and see where that gets you i think i think that's a cool kind of transfer to make um spurs against action villa is interesting <clears throat> That it could go both ways, so I don't, I don't really know. I already own two Spurs assets, and I have uh, Emiliano Martinez, so I might just stick with that. Oof,
1: bro, the fixtures are really not great, man.
0: Yeah, exactly, right. So it's not people don't really have to stress too much. Like, yeah, if you want to play your free hit chip, you can. But even if you were to do that, the the fixtures aren't as appealing as one may th- one would think. So. I would say stick to what you already have in in my opinion and, and go from there. Okay. Newcastle against Sheffield. I have Wilson right now, but maybe I might look to transfer him out to g- get some fun, so I don't even know. It depends who I have in my team for seventeen. I it's 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 so far away, I can't really I don't really wanna know because I'm really focused on fifteen to seventeen. Yeah, right?
1: there's there's three game weeks in between then and now, so like you kind of also have to balance that. Um, not really overcompensating for eighteen and nineteen. Like you still have to play the game. Uh, apart from those guys right like beyond 19 who do you have in your team if you just bring in players that you won't really want long term beyond that then it's not really a good thing either so you gotta gotta make sure you balance all that
0: but the game week that we can plan for and and really be excited for is that double game week 19 your thoughts jay on that
1: yeah man so if i end up bench boosting it's gonna be a big week so i actually really like leads um we mentioned how crap their defense is and all that Um, but they play Brighton and then Southampton, so that's good fixtures for uh, someone like Bamford or Dallas, uh, the same guys that we mentioned before. Uh, So that's my first team. I like West Ham as well. Um, With me having James in my team, who's probably out for a little while, and Lamptey, that makes me a good slot for a West Ham defender, or even two, so I'll be looking at that as well. And the third team is uh, United themselves. Actually, United and Liverpool because they kind of play each other. uh, But I do expect there to be goals in that game. Uh, And then United play Fulham and Liverpool play Burnley. So I guess we can kind of group those guys together. uh, Liverpool and United. So same thing we mentioned before. Those are the two teams I'm really targeting this game week, actually. Uh, Yeah, so those are my three. Liverpool, United, West Ham.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think I'm the same. Um, Liverpool, United, West Ham are... it For me, personally, I already have... United, I already have Bruno Fernandes, who I like. Uh, I don't think I really go too deep into United. And then, like Jay mentioned, I have Kressel and Suchek, so maybe I'll add Sufal, and that kind of uh, ties it up for me in terms of West Ham. The big fa- the big thing with me is just Liverpool assets, and the question is when do I want get to get them and at what point. So, obviously, I'm looking at Trent Salah, so I'll just decide between those two
1: okay for sure um so now on to the next uh topic so our transfers in this game week dude this is uh so we both have james uh are you planning on just dealing him getting someone different or what what's up You keep saying
0: i have james i never i never had james oh my god okay so i'm looking <laughs> yeah, at my it's team okay.
1: i'm just tripping out
0: yeah, yeah so let's go through your your transfer so far so you're thinking of transferring out james right let me just pull up your team one sec
1: yeah so i have two free transfers right now no money in the bank um so this is kind of where it begins in terms of looking at the double game weeks and the blank game weeks. Um, so because I have James and no really other big problems, I think I'm pretty happy to hold Salah, KDB, Bruno, Sun, like all the all the guys in my forward line is, is pretty set. Um, so with that said, I think I do need to transfer out James, get someone. Uh, it sucks. I really hate doing this because I just hit him in like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, it is what it is kind of have to say bye he was good to have in my team for a couple weeks but you know this is just how it goes um i am looking at kufal uh what do you think uh there's probably no one really better in that really cheap uh region right kufal maybe cresswell
0: how much money do you have in the bank Jay?
1: so i have i have exactly what he costs so 5.3 um but i don't know i'm thinking about going as cheap as possible so that i can potentially upgrade my bench goalkeeper or nathan ferguson so that I can afford to bench boost in game week 19 because I I, like we said there's no real point of doing that move if you don't have a full bench Um, so yeah like someone like Kufal who has the double and really good fixtures and a team that I like is that's kind of what I'm targeting towards what about you what do you think
0: I think with your team I like the Sufal move I think I think uh, Or Vestigard. I think Vestigard's a little bit better. He was so dominant in the air, especially on those corner kicks. Uh, but he's
1: 5.0. Like, Bednarek is only 4.6.
0: Sufal is uh, four, four, six. 4.6. Yeah. So well. I like the Sufal move. I think that he has also good moves. Uh, sorry, good fixtures in that double game week as well. And I think, like you said, you're going to be making money. I think for you, because you have two free transfers, I would just make the one on one
1: move and roll it.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. So that way you always have two. because I think having two between 15, 16, 17 is so nice, man. You don't have to <sighs> we say this every no, week. No, no. Bro. Every week. Yeah. But I rolled there. Right? Like I, I have two right now. As well. I know.
1: I know. I rolled two. But like, it's just like, yo, we say that and then like, oh, I'll get to like the deadline. And be like, oh, maybe I want to make this other move. Like, yeah, let's see.
0: But but having said that, like I think both of our teams are actually like let's say we didn't make any moves right now. I think we both have good teams. Okay, yeah, you have James who's injured, so that's unlucky.
1: I mean, I'm kind of forced into making a move, right? You gotta burn a transfer otherwise. So might as well just do that. Okay, yeah, one move, roll the transfer. I like that. What about you?
0: Okay, man. So yeah, I definitely would like some help with this. Um, I mean maybe may- You have Son and Kane, right? Yeah, maybe maybe it's a no brainer. But so the way I'm thinking is like. Most FPL players have more or less the same template as we discussed in the last uh, podcast. So of course, yep. This kind of ties in with the captaincy. So I don't want to take it. Well, might as well kind of go into it a little bit. Most people are going to captain Salah, I think, which is fair because he they play West Brom at home, and Salah is just a beast at home. So it's just a question of do I want Salah because I can get him. I just have to. Uh, I I can drop Wilson to Brewster and then upgrade Sun to salah and i think i'll still have money in the bank but or i can um drop wilson and and get and drop drop wilson and lampty and just get brewster and alexander arnold and hold with not get salah just yet because if people are gonna captain him in game week 15 and he blanks then i'll have a differential captain but the life the the probability of him blanking is very slim and it's no, just i don't it's like really stressful. You, you, i
1: think you do need to get salah one way or the other um Eventually, eh? yeah, yeah, I know.
0: I've been holding it off, but so how much money do you have in the bank right now? I have 1.9 million. Okay,
1: could you potentially drop Kane and do something with Harrison? Is that like possible like doing Salah to Harrison and Kane to Brewster? Is that even is that possible?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah i mean i, I kind of like that
1: but then we have the same midfield bro so i'm not and we have brewster dude <laughs> the teams are getting two alike bro maybe
0: <laughs> yeah exactly that's why. that's why. That's, so that's dropping kane team. and son what, what th- about
1: th- that or are you willing are you open to that just dropping both of them or like their fixtures are too good right no
0: no i like their fixtures yeah i like their fixtures and i think that they're gonna score goals against wolves i think Mourinho. there's like two back-to-back losses it's not gonna happen again i don't think it'll be three back-to-back i think wolves are good but like Son and Kane's goal involvement is still pretty huge, and if they get one goal between each other, that's like eight points each. So I don't mind that.
1: Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind you holding both of them either, man. Honestly, I, I would. I was looking into getting Kane as well. Uh, what about dropping De Bruyne, man?
0: No, I'm not gonna do that. Not Before for this Newcastle. week at, at least. Okay. After so that, right? I'm leaning towards trying to get just Trent in my team. I'll okay. Just one Liverpool defender, and then if I can roll, I can. But I don't think I can roll for sure. I, I'd, I'd have to use two to get him in, unless I take out DS or Cresswell. But I'm not gonna do that.
1: What if you dropped Harrison down to another four or five midfielder and then did something with Lampty? How much money does that give you? Then could you get, um, could you get Trent there?
0: That would definitely give me you, something. If you if you
1: dropped sure. Harrison to like, um, what's that fucking guy's name, dude? Anguisa? Anguisa. That guy's good, bro. <laughs> Solid guy. He seems like a good yeah. player.
0: Let me see. Yeah, I'd have four seven in the bank if I upgrade Lampty to Trent. So yeah, I could definitely do that. So that's another thing. Like I don't mind that because then I I would s- lean towards that man. That seems
1: like a good play um does Anguissa have a double
0: no they just have the one fixture.
1: no no they have Chelsea and United I mean it's shit fixtures but like I mean realistically it doesn't really matter you just want the four points for getting the minutes right in that game anyways
0: yeah man lots of lots for us to just like think about it because we both have two free transfers so I think for me it's just a question of what Liverpool asset I get but for you it'll be interesting because what def- what defensive asset do you do you get but I think we've kind of nailed down as to what our moves which are...
1: the, the ranges yeah. right exactly yeah yeah. that kind of wraps up
0: our transfers okay Um, for
1: sure let's do some captaincy dude let's
0: do it for 15 16 17 so let's do maybe two picks each for 15 16 17 do you want to do that or three i don't know
1: not two is two is probably good um so one one good player and then like or like one nailed guy and then one differential type thing you want to do that
0: yeah let's do that
1: so my my favorite for game week 15 is definitely salah um west brom at home they they're terrible man they're really terrible um they got big salmon, as you said. It'll take them some time to like get to grips with what he wants them to do. Um, so with that said, yeah, Salah is my first pick, and second pick would probably be someone from um, West Ham. Actually, I think Brighton are a really weak team, and uh, they can be exploited. Uh, that's that's about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then KDB.
1: Okay, KDB's the, yeah, <laughs> KDB's your other guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, he plays. He played. They play Newcastle, so you can't really rule him out there. Okay. Fair yeah, uh, for sure. Moving on to game week sixteen. Um I'll, I'll start off with one captain pick and then Jay you can say one after. Sure. Um I like yeah, I think if you have Salah, why Salah not? again, New bro. Captain, there's <laughs> fuck like, dude I think this is just making my week, choice. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think one guy in the official pod just said like if you just captain Salah throughout the whole season, you would still finish.
1: Dude, you would probably finish top two fifty K for sure. And like top one hundred k, if you have like a couple of other good guys in your team, it's actually ridiculous how how consistent this guy is, man.
0: Yeah. So I think Salah again. Uh, who do you have any differentials?
1: Um, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Just fucking just put the cap. I mean, if you have a Liverpool defender, it's a fine captain. So I I play in a set and forget league as well, where you just kind of throw your team in there. Uh, same eleven guys, no transfers, no captaincy, or no transfers, no chips. Um, no wild card, any of that kind of stuff. So, uh, I, I have a Liverpool defender. I have Trent and I captain this guy like on a regular basis and it seems to be working fine, man, when they have a good fixture, when these guys are playing, you could captain a Liverpool defender, maybe come out with a 15 pointer.
0: Um, is Spurs captaincy risky at this point?
1: Yeah. Over at Liverpool, I say, I would say yes. Like. There's, there's
0: because they do play. They play Fulham at home in game week sixteen. I mean,
1: I don't consider Fulham a super easy captainable fixture anymore. I would say that's more like Leeds's uh, domain and Brighton's. Uh, so I don't, I don't think so. I would rather just go with Salah.
0: Okay, moving on to game week seventeen. Um, looking at the fixtures now.
1: So there's your Spurs cap, right?
0: I think Son and Kane. Probably Son would be yeah. a nice captain against Leeds uh Liverpool Liverpool Southampton is actually going to be a very very nice entertaining fixture so I don't I
1: United United versus Villa as well. Yep, yeah.
0: So Bruno um Son and then yeah, you could obviously th- you can always throw Salah in there as well. And yeah, Vardy plays Newcastle away, so you never know.
1: I mean, you actually do kind of know because Vardy fucking scores every game, dude. The party never ends.
0: There you have it, guys. Uh we've definitely we've definitely run through a lot this week. Um we kind of Started off the podcast with a little bit of a review from the past two game weeks, 13 and 14. Uh, Went over a few topics. Uh, We took a little bit of a a short-term view and then a long-term view discussing, you know, in the short-term view, game weeks 15 to 17. And then in the long-term view, you know, what our chip strategy is uh, with the blank uh, teams playing in game week 18 and then the double game week in 19. So lots that we discovered, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the content. Uh, Jay, any final uh, remarks?
1: Yeah, dude, you gotta get Salah in before this fixture run. Okay. Especially before sixteen and seventeen, man. This guy is fucking he's he's something else, man. Thirty three minutes, seventeen points, sixteen points, whatever it was, it's ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah, the only thing that like holds me back is like every it's my, my midfield's gonna become like everyone else's. And it's like if I wanna climb if I wanna like climb the ranks and get higher, it's like maybe I just have to be ballsy and not captain him in fifteen and hope he blanks.
1: No, the play is dropping KDB, bro. That's that's the flex. I, I'm looking at that too, man restructuring my team but not anything. not before newcastle no running. no you keep him for newcastle and then you can look elsewhere afterwards
0: guys i hope you guys enjoyed the video me and jay we had a couple of shots we were playing ping pong we had a good time so there you have it i'm your co-host johnny this is jason and this is the fpl and wine podcast signing off peace <laughs>